I'm telling you, just get caught up in the worship and praise, knowing that no one is greater than our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I want to thank you for joining us on Tuesday, the 24th day of, of November 2020. You're listening to Sunday Morning Live. That's SML from Cornerstone Apostolic Church at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona, California. And you are inside the pages. Mm -hmm. Inside the pages with Pastor Carl Henderson. Again, there's no better place to be than the word of God. No better place. No, nothing can cross your mind. Nothing you can think of. Now, there's a lot of places that you might desire to be. But I'm telling you, no matter where you go, take the Lord along with you. David said, that word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. So if I'm vacationing, I want the word of God there with me. Uh, if I'm uh, traveling, I want the word of God traveling with me. I want the I want to be in the word of God. That is my shield. That is my, you know, that's my everything. God is everything. He's everything. You know, you, let him be everything, because if he's not everything, he's not nothing. Let him be everything. Let him be everything. Our Sunday morning worship begins at 8 a.m. Tuesday, Bible study at 7 p.m. And Thursdays, Acts of the Holy Ghost. We believe the Bible is the word of God. Therefore, I am faithful, bold, the church. We believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of God in Jesus' name. Now, if you've missed any of the messages, please visit ConnectingTruth.org and click God on Demand to access our message, Our God. This will take you to all the messages that uh, throughout this year that have been taught, that have been preached, that have been exhorted, you know, that's just... Uh, subjects that have been talked on as the Lord has led us. And, you know, and I, I'm sure that there's something uh, within the messages that will bless your soul. And uh, so uh, again, that's connectingtruth.org. Click God on demand and it will take you to our message archive. Now, this evening, I, I pray that you have had a blessed day. And, you know, if you had a bad hair day, uh, thank God that he specializes. He specializes. He knows what to do with, you know, when we have a bad hair day. You know, I've had bad hair days and my hair is not that long, uh, but I've had some bad hair days and God specializes, you know, and a lot of times we have to come back to ourselves because the flesh get in the way and will have us feeling a certain way. You know, and that certain way is just a mixture of emotions and God can't, he can't, he can work with it, but he'd rather work with faith. And the Bible said, by faith, the elders obtain a good report, you know, and so everything hinges upon faith. And if we don't have faith in God, then uh, the Bible said that he went to one city and he couldn't do many works there because of their unbelief. And so uh, your faith in God, just have faith in God and that's what the Lord told us. He said, have faith. We didn't say pray on it. He said, have faith. So that's a determination that each of us must make within ourselves. And I speak that from experience. I like being transparent so you know that you're not the only one, you know, that have had, had to deal with something and had to come to terms, had to come to make, you came and you had to make a decision. And I want to help you make that the right decision 
a well-informed decision. Yeah. And so, <laughs> excuse me, I'm just thanking God. I'm, I'm just rejoicing about what God is doing. And, you know, thanking God for the overflow. Uh, won't you join in with me? Thank God for the overflow. You know, overflow as the Lord, word of God is going out. And the overflow is what you want. When you put money in the bank and the money draws interest, that's the overflow. And when that interest draws interest, then that's more of an overflow. And that's what you want to touch. Uh, just as far as finances, that's what you want to touch. You want to touch the, the children. You want to put the parent in and you, the principal. The principal draws interest and then the interest draws interest. That's what you want to touch. You don't want to touch the interest that was drawn from the principal. And you certainly don't want to touch the principal because that's going to reduce the interest. And so, uh, you know, just a little bit about finances. So, but I want to talk this evening about the tide, the tide, the tide, the tide. Okay. The tide is changing. And that's what we want. You, you have to pay attention to what the word of God is just not, just not out there and just not being presented for no reason. The word of God has, you know, people talk about there's a season and every, when someone says it's a season, doesn't mean that uh, everyone is in that season is for everyone. Uh, you know, there's winter, spring, summer, fall, uh, fruits grow certain times of the year, certain fruits grow certain times of the year. You can plant vineyards, you reap, you know, certain time of the year. And so there is a change. We're in the book of Ezekiel and there is a change. The tide is changing. And so, uh, you know, I want you to know this has nothing to do with politics. Uh, we believe, uh, uh, I, I believe that we need to preach Jesus Christ to every man. And that's it. Uh, Jesus Christ is all about Jesus. He said, I come, behold, I come in the volume of the book is written about me. So since I'm reading the word of God, then that's what I should be preaching, teaching, exhorting, and encouraging you to do as well as you encouraging others is to stay in the word of God. See what the word of God has to say. You know, so it's the it's, preaching is about for every man and, you know, the, the, the politicians and others, uh, people need to be saved just like you and I. Our reliance is on Christ. Our reliance, what we need comes from the Lord. And so uh, for the Bible tells us, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. You know, and there's no room for any other name. So we don't want to talk about anyone else. You know, I, and I'm laughing about certain things I'm seeing in the media and how people are falling, which is unscriptory, uh, you know, as far as how people are falling over and, and just going, people are being so dramatic and going the extreme uh, when we should be seeking the Lord. Keep the focus on Jesus. Keep the focus on him. The Bible tells us, neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. So no matter who is in what position on this globe, there's only one name given under heaven whereby men must be saved. And that name is Jesus. And so you should be calling upon the name of Jesus. And I'm, we're going to... Uh, Go into the word of God, that's Ezekiel, the 32nd chapter. And, uh, you know, and so I want you to, before we go into the word of God, you know, I want to want to bless you with this uh, melody. And then we're going to dig into the word of God and see about the changing of the tide. 
you to speak that into your life speak that into your atmosphere that whatever is whatever you think is holding you back whatever is a hindrance you're going to start speaking those things out lord you're breaking that you're breaking it up 
It's, it's not so. Whatever you have walked around believing in your mind because, uh, you know, uh, uh, someone has said something and it kind of reinforced the thought, the enemy capitalized upon it, it's not so. And, and so those chains are falling, those things that have us bound, that have kept us, you know, uh, uh, stagnated uh, are breakable. They're breakable. And so you need to start speaking those things. The Bible tells us that the power of life and death is in the tongue. And so we're going to start speaking those things. Speak those things. You know, and as you pray, Lord, let your will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. The book of Ezekiel, the 32nd chapter, and I'm telling you, as I said before, this is a very, it has been a, a very laborious uh journey and we have just only scratched the surface of it it's only been a high view of it you know we didn't get into the history and, and dates and times and uh, that uh, information uh, but we've talked and maintained a focus based upon the characteristics of what was occurring in Ezekiel's day and time and so the Bible says and it came to pass in the 12th year and in the 12th month in the first day of the month that the word of the Lord came unto me saying, son of man, take up a lamentation for, uh, for Pharaoh, king of Egypt and say unto him, thou art like a young lion of the nations and thou art as a whale in the seas and thou comest forth in thy rivers and troubleth the water with thy feet and follows the river. Thus said the Lord God, I will therefore spread out my net over thee with a company of many people and they shall bring up bring thee up in a net in my net then will i leave thee upon the land i will cast thee forth upon the open field and will cause all the fowls of the heavens to remain upon thee and i will fill the beast of the whole earth with thee hmm, bless you jesus and I will lay thy flesh upon the mountains and fill the valleys with thy height. I will also water with thy blood the land wherein thou swimmest, even the mountains and the rivers shall be full of thee. And when I shall put thee out, I will cover the heaven and will make the stars thereof dark. I will cover the sun with a cloud and the moon shall not give her light. All the bright lights of heaven will I make dark over thee and set darkness upon thy land, saith the Lord God. I will also vex the hearts of many people when I bring thy destruction upon the nations into the countries which thou hast not known. Yea, I will make many people amazed at thee, and the king shall be horribly afraid for thee when I shall brandish my sword before them, and they shall tremble at every moment, every man for his own life, and that day shall fail. I, I'm, I, I'm, throughout the book of Ezekiel, uh, we've been introduced to a common theme that all of us must pay close attention to, and that is, I am the Lord. No matter how you shake it, no matter how you squeeze it, no matter how you roll the dice, it's going to come up. He's sovereign. 
there has been many, um, there's been uh, several changes along the way as in the teaching, you know, as we've been in the book of Ezekiel. Thank you, Lord. And so the, the, when we started out the first through the third chapter, Ezekiel sees the glory and receives the call to a higher level in ministry. Now he was already a minister. He was already faithful in, in carrying out his duties unto the Lord, even though he was in captivity. No matter what's going on, we can carry out our duties and responsibilities unto the Lord. That means that he continued to give offerings unto the Lord. He continued to tie. He continued to follow his obligations uh, that he was required to do as, as a minister. He was re, uh, uh, he continued to stay in the word of God and to be prayerful uh, and have devotion uh, during that time. They could not go to the temple. They could not go to uh, to the, the, the headquarter church or, you know, or anything of that nature, because the only thing that they could do was turn as Solomon prayed, Lord, if your people are taken captive because of their sin, because of their the hardness of their heart, then if they come to themselves and repent of their sins and face in this direction in which the temple has been established, hear their prayer. That's all that that he could do when it came down to going to the, the sanctuary, you know, not that doesn't include what was established where he was, but he could not, they could not journey and go in pilgrimage to certain places. They were on shutdown. They were at stay at home. They were in captivity. Chapters four through 24 speaks about the judgments against Judah for their spiritual, mental, and physical behavior, how they carried out the thoughts, their imagination what they did, what they did not do, and how they put God on the level of, a, of mortal men. You know, we, we, I believe all of us have been guilty of that at one time or another because we take out our, we, we take out our frustrations on the Lord because uh, things are not uh, happening the way that we think they should happen. And then we, we equate that to maybe uh, a failure in a relationship, whether it is a parent relationship, a uh, a marriage relationship, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever relationship, friend relationship, and all of a sudden we start treating God that way. Well, Israel got beside themselves and they were suffering spiritually. They were suffering mentally, you know, they, they call it mental health um, and physical, be, their behavior. You know, they had even got, they got to the point where they said, God don't see us. You know, if I keep this thing hit in my heart, God don't see that. And God sees it all because he, he goes to and fro through the earth and his, his eyelids try the hearts of men. And so uh, the 25th chapter through the 32nd chapter, it deals with the judgment against the gloating nations which attempted to use Israel's situation against them. And so that's where we are and we're coming to a conclusion. And so the tide is changing. Things have shifted from from. Uh, Judah and what they were dealing with, their behavior, and it shifted to the judgment against those nations that were uh, gloating and looking to take advantage of the children of Israel. And I'm not going to go any further than that because, because we need to, in order to, uh, someone said that um, uh, preparation proceeds a blessing. 
And so to get to the blessing, we need to prepare. If you're going to be blessed of the Lord, and if you're going to not only be blessed of him, but walk in his divine uh, will, you know, not his permissive will, but his divine will. I'm looking for God's divine will, and I hope you are too. You know, so many are walking in a permissive will, and they're satisfied with that. And they just don't believe that uh, they don't want to pay attention to nothing about the divine will. But listen, the divine will is what's going to cause causes you to be caught up. The divine will is what causes you to receive from God. The divine will is what causes God to reach into the future and bring something into the presence to bless you. The divine will of God is what uh, is what where you want to be. You want to be in the divine will of God. And so Ezekiel's messages are intended to correct so that you can be ushered into his divine will. That's what God wanted for his people from the time that he delivered them all the way from the beginning. The divine will is all about entering into that divine will. But we can't just enter into the divine will any kind of way. Yes, the Bible said come as you are, but you have to give some thought also to what you're doing and how you enter in. You know, it's just like walking into the sanctuary, uh, uh, staggering in drunk, and you know that that's inappropriate. Now, not to say that, that now I've been in a service where someone came in and they were, they were intoxicated and the power of God sobered them up. One man was asking, what did you do to me? Because he had been sobered up by the word of God, the anointing destroyed the yoke and it, it, and it took that high away. It took the high away. And so uh, when we, we know what we're supposed to do, the Lord had told his, uh, gave this parable. Uh, people were invited to the wedding feast and they all had excuses. They all had excuses, you know, and so. Uh, because they felt it was just wasn't necessary, wasn't important. And so the Lord said, go on to the high, I've prepared this, go into the highway and hedges and get the, and there and people were brought into the marriage feast. They were excited and they came in, but there were some that uh, even though they were invited, they just wandered in and, 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 you know, they didn't make any, any type of particular preparation uh, for what they were about to receive. And so we want to prepare and make preparation. And that's what Ezekiel is doing. He's getting the people ready and preparing their hearts to receive what God has for them. And so the tide is changing again. You know, it has shifted from uh, Judah and what they were dealing with and how God was dealing with them to those nations that were taking, wanted to take advantage of them, had made uh, preparation themselves <laughs> that they were going to capitalize upon Israel. And so we're at the, the point where it is shifting and it's changing. And so the Bible tells us this in, in Psalms 19. It said, uh, it tells us, it says, cleanse thou me from secret faults. Cleanse me from secret faults. Keep back thy servant from presumptuous sin. I don't, I don't, you, there are some things that we're just being promiscuous about. You know, we assume, and listen, if we have to assume whether it's right, stay away from it. Let them not have dominion over me. Then shall I be upright. I shall be innocent from the great transgression. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in our sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. 
there were a remnant, there were those that was within the captivity that was asking the Lord. Now, I don't, they may not have used those words, but they were saying, Lord, keep my mouth. Keep the meditation in my heart. Uh, whatever I'm doing, I want it to be acceptable in your sight. You're my strength and you are my redeemer. You're my savior. You brought us out, Lord. Lord, and I'm not going to forget that. Lord, there's no greater than you. Lord, you're the one that break every chain. You're the one that preserve us. You're the one that have kept us and is keeping us even at this moment. Now, uh, as the tide changes, you want to be in a position to ride the wave, the wave of what? Restoration. You want to be able to ride that wave as God is, is, is preparing to restore. And so in the natural, the tide has the, uh, you know, is uh, the period of rise and fall of the water uh, of the ocean and its inlets. It, produ it is produced by the attraction of the moon and the sun and occurs about every 12 hours. The inflow, the outflow, or the current of water at any given place resulting from the waves of the tide. And so uh, there are uh, flood tides, a, a stream or a current, you know, and so the tide have extremely high energy density uh, compared to the wind power and other energy sources, which means very little gets wasted in the process of converting kinetic energy into electricity. Now that's the natural definition of the tide. That is just a natural expression of, uh, about the tide. What about the tide that is caused by the power of God? What about when God's power, which is holding everything in place, it is causing the, the moon to rise at the appointed time, is causing the sun to set at the appointed time, it, the, the word of God is causing the, the water doesn't exceed where it's supposed to go. It goes where and it stops. Oh, I'm being obedient to the word of God. Uh, nature uh, controls it and, and does what God says. What about the tide that is caused by the power of God? The energy, the Bible says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And he said it was good. You know, all that he created, he said it was good. And, and he spoke and the light came forth. He spoke and, and things began to happen. He spoke and in speaking, all of this energy, all the power of God was being the strength. Uh, and so they talk about the Big Bang Theory. You know, maybe it, 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 I wasn't there. They weren't there. But if God spoke and said, pop. Hey, that was a big bang. It, it just it just it just happened that way. No one will ever know except the mere fact that the word of God, what the Lord told Moses is that he spoke and things happen. God is speaking and things are happening. God is speaking and causing the energy, the, the flow. And so you want to be right there. You want to be in position uh, to line up with the word of God. Now, Israel, the church in the wilderness, is a reflection of what? The church today. We see the good, we see the bad, we see the ugly. None of which we can ignore because we can uh, we make natural observation to what's going on and we know that, hey, if they did that and that was good for them, I, I should do that. If they did that and it was bad, I think I want to stay away. Oh, that was ugly. Uh, I'm going around this way. I don't even want to walk by that. 
You know, I, I don't I don't want to be associated. I, I don't want to uh, why somebody is standing there, you know, as they do with a camera out. I, I don't want to photobomb that 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 scene. I don't want to be seen. I don't want to be associated. I don't want to be there. You know, I want to stay away from the, the ugly. I want to stay away from the bad. I want to know about the good. I want to know about the good and make application of the good. And so uh, the nations that Israel desired to to be like and coveted their practices resulted in captivity. Not only did God have to uncover multiple, he exposed multiple conspiracies that was going on. There was conspiracy that Israel had that they were conspiring to do things in secret. They were conspiring to do things with, with other people that they should not have been. And then there was the conspiracy of other nations that, were, that had went into alliance with Israel and they were going to come against them. God exposed all of that. And not only did he expose it, but he protected his elect from being consumed by the wolf that was disguised as an ally. How many things have God protected you from? You, you woke up the next day and realized that the Lord had protected you, that if it had not been for the Lord who was on your side, you would have been consumed. We don't, there's multiple situations that many of us have been in that, that God protected us and we did not even know. We, there are some things that we've been protected from that, that we wouldn't even know about if God didn't reveal it. What a great God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. The Bible tells us in Proverbs, Proverbs, the, the 21st chapter, the second through the fourth verse, it says, every way of a man is right in his own eyes. Every, every one of us have crossed that bridge. If you haven't, you will. But I, I'm confident that, that many of us have thought my way is the best way. My way is the right way. I want to. I want to do it this way. This is the way I'm feeling right now. You know, especially when those emotions start to rise up. You know, because things are really not going our way as we think they should. Every man, every uh, way of a man is right in his own eyes. But the Lord weighs the heart. To do righteousness and justice is more acceptable to the Lord than making sacrifices. You know, we need to walk in obedience to what God is saying. That's what, you know, and, and do what is right, even when we don't feel like it. You're going to have some I don't feel like it days. You know, today was a fast day. I was like, man, you know, maybe I'll, I'll fast on Wednesday. And I'm like, no, wait a minute. God is used to meeting me here on Tuesday. Why am I going? Why am I going to put it off to Wednesday? And the Lord shows up. He didn't. Uh, make an agreement that okay well if you want to shift over to Wednesday I'll meet you on Wednesday car no it, it don't work like that you know when we give when we make a vow and we start sticking to those things you know God is has an expectation and we should not fall short of his expectation just like we don't want him to fall short of mm -hmm. so we should not do the same thing you know a, a meme m-e-m-e is where we've picked up characteristics. We've picked up uh, attributes. We're copying things and doing things that are not good. And, and so we don't. We need to leave those those memes alone and stay away from those things that that we can make excuse. Because you hear someone else making excuse for it. Don't don't follow that. 
Don't follow that because they heard someone else do it and they were influenced by it. You know, and it becomes easier after a while. You did it once, you did it twice. You could, uh, you know, I can get, no. Doing what's right is, is doing it when you have one of those, I don't feel like doing it days. But I'm doing it because it's right. And God appreciates that. How many blessings have we received that we did not deserve? And God blessed us anyway. So therefore, when I don't feel like doing it, I'm going to do it the right way. What does the scripture say? To do righteousness and justice is more acceptable to the Lord than sacrifice. A hearty look, a proud heart, and the plowing of the wicked are sin. So God is against that. Israel felt they could run with the big boys. Mm -hmm. they, they thought they was, they was big and bad enough. But at the same time, you know, you, you ever see you ever see that individual that and I love when people um, say I'm grown, I'm grown, but they're acting like children. I'm grown, but they're not responsible for themselves. I'm grown, but I'm still in a fixed. I'm grown. But, you know, and so Israel felt that they could run with the big boys, but they were really acting like children. You see, they had learned uh, uh, they had leaned to their own understanding. And they placed sovereign, the sovereignty of God down and picked up a bunch of wood and ceramic toys to play with. Leave that toy, leave those toys alone. When you, you look, uh, uh, toys are for kids. It, at least those toys that they picked up are for children. Uh, you know, tricks are for kids. And so uh, and now that if you like eating tricks, that's fine. I, I'm talking about the other tricks, you know. And so they were playing with. Um, with wooden, you know, images and ceramic uh, things they were playing. Instead of, you had the, 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 the source of all power at right there wanting to bless you and you want to pick up some wood. You want to pick up some ceramic. You want to pick up some clay, uh, something that somebody else has been made and, and making a fortune off of you with. When you play with wood, you're going to get, you, you might get some splinters. You play with glass, you're going to get cut. And, and don't play with fire because you know you're going to get burnt. Uh-huh. Eventually, you're going to get burnt. Something's going to catch fire. Something's going to go south. And that's what was happening with Israel. The Bible says, son of man, take up a lamentation for Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and say unto him, thou art like a young lion of the nations, and thou art as a whale in the seas. And thou uh, camest forth with thy rivers and trouble of the water with thy feet and followest thy rivers. A lamentation means to express grief, regret, mourning, and sorrow. You know, uh, we never glory in someone else's demise. And we should rejoice with them that rejoice. You see somebody that has something, they, they get rejoice with them. Don't try to figure out how they get or nothing like that. Uh, leave that uh, with the Lord. Now, if you know something, then, like I said, we don't hang out with the bad, the good, you know, you know, you know, the you know what to do. But a lam uh, the lamentation, the Lord said, pick up a lamentation for Pharaoh of Egypt. He did not give, he, he did not give the children of Israel at any time, and neither does God give us any permission to rejoice in someone else's situation. A laminate is a tool God, that God's elect use to 
uh, to navigate pain and suffering. It is a vital prayer for people so that you call for help. Who? Call for help. Help from the Lord. Call for help, deliverance from distress, from suffering, from pain. It means to call on God. Call on the Lord. As a son of God, you have influence. Use your influence with God, not just to help yourself, but to help someone else. That's what God wants us to do. Listen, it was, it was said, I, I was reading, and, and it, it was said that our mind, uh, that we process approximately 60,000 thoughts within a 24-hour period. The startling part of that is that is the same thoughts are most likely to be presented the next day and the day after until that cycle is broken. That means we are also uh, likely to repeat the same actions today, tomorrow, and the day after until the cycle has been broken. What are you doing to break the cycle? And this is why the Lord sends his word. This is why he was dealing with Israel in such a way because he wanted that cycle broken. He wanted that cycle broken. And so uh, if the cycle is not broken, uh, you're going to have to, you're going to continue to play with dolls. You're going to, you know, uh, you're going to get out. Uh, you're going to mess it all up as Israel was doing. They were playing with dolls. You got to get out of the world of make-believe and step into the moment that God has asked you to reside in. God is asking us to reside in a certain place so that his will can be done, so that we can see. You know, there's a song that says, open the eyes of my heart, Lord. I want to see you. And, you know, and uh, so our eyes of our heart are open and we can see what God wants us to see. And then we also act and do the things that God is calling us to do. You cannot enter into changing ties, doing something, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Matter of fact, they said that's that's crazy. You know, that's insane. Insanity, doing the same thing over and over again, looking for different results. Your thoughts, our thoughts, everyone's thoughts have to change uh, so that our actions will change. You, you, you're not going to think the same and have different actions you you know the only way to see the power of god is that you have to change proverbs 23 and 7 says for as he thinketh in his heart so is he eat and drink says he to thee but his heart is not with thee your heart what's in the heart if you think that way you're going to act that way and if you're acting that way why is because you're thinking that way Israel's thought pattern had become corrupt. So their concept of God's sovereignty was blurred when it should have been their focus. Our focus is the sovereignty of God. So let's line up with the king's desire. Give the king what he wants. Give God what he wants. Ezekiel's task was to remind the people of God. Those that have forgotten to remind the people because God had been placed on, put on pause. You know, some people become uh, spiritual. I'm spiritual. I, I, I pray to God. I read my Bible, but I'm not obedient to what God is truly saying. 
we, God is looking for complete obedience to what he is saying. As the Lord told Jeremiah, he said, uh, who was also dealing with the same situation? Remember, Jeremiah was in captivity. He said this, the Lord told Jeremiah, you know, um, he said, I know, I know my thoughts. I know my thoughts and with you. I know what's going on with you. I know where you are. He said, but my thoughts, my thoughts and what I think toward you, said the Lord, are thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. Then shall you call upon me and you shall go and pray unto me and I will hearken unto you and you shall seek my face and uh, find me when you search for me with all your heart. The tide is changing and you want to ride the wave. Bless your name, Jesus. Bless your Lord God. Bless your name, Jesus. Let's go before the Lord in the word of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your word this evening, Lord God. And we just pray and, pray and ask that you would bless your people. Lord God, bless those that are saying yes to your will. Lord God, those that are yielding themselves unto you, Lord. Lord God, and we want to thank you for those that are entering into the sanctuary, those that are coming uh, into this ministry, Lord God. I ask that you would bless them, Lord. Lord, fill those with the Holy Ghost that are not filled. Lord God, I ask that you would uh, move on their behalf. Lord Jesus, you know every situation. You know, Lord God, the ups and downs. Lord God, you know our humanity. Lord God, and we thank you because your word tell us and reminds us that there's not a high priest that's not, that doesn't feel the infirmities of the people. Lord God, and we thank you because you feel those things. You know those things that we experience and that we go through. Lord God, and you have given us the victory. Lord God, and I just pray and ask that you bless your people to realize that, to know that, to embrace it, and to hold on to it. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Listen, I, 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 if you haven't been baptized in Jesus' name for the remission of your sin, get your sins remitted. Go to a church, a Bible-believing church that teaches the word of God. I want to encourage you uh, to, and also to remind you that the songs, songs that are presented by our songstress, and those featured are respectively the property of the artists and their producers. And if you've been blessed, encouraged by this ministry, share SML with someone else. Let them know about inside pages, you know, share the link, send them a link. And we're preparing to do live video on, on our hosting solution and ask that you would be praying with us and for us, you know. Uh, and it, we want to be able to allow you to agree, comment, and enjoy the gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ as it is being presented. And so uh, I hope to see you soon in service, you know, to see you here or to see you there. Uh, until then, I want you to be blessed. I want you to be blessed and continue to hold me up in prayer as I am certainly praying for you in Jesus' name. God bless you.